Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. You guys are doing great coming to church too, man. Just keep coming. Can't get it all in a week, but you can't not show up for a month. You know what I'm saying? You got to get it because it's a compound. It's about your future, amen? And don't worry, don't press. You're going to press. You're going to make it, amen? Okay? Now, we're in this series, and we've been talking about this, but last week, man, we, we got, I kind of told him it's like mining for gold. You know, we kind of hit a good pocket. You know what I mean? And when we're in this pocket of revelation, we need to stay there. Because as you mine it, you pull it out. Okay? So I'm going to show you. How, see, here's the thing. This is what got me. This was what bothered me. It bothered me. I was like, how come these people got all this benefit of inheritance, but we're not walking in all of it? And just because you see it doesn't mean you're going to get it. And I told the kids, and we was walking in the car yesterday, I said, I've never wanted it so bad in my entire life and not really care about the thing I want. That sounds so stupid when you say it, but you're going to get it. I never wanted it more in my entire life, everything, but not really concerned about what I, what, what I want. I just want to get it because I know it's mine. And it produces a tenacity in you to go, wait a minute, if it's mine, I want it. Now, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I don't really care. I'm not going to live with the sick. I'm not going to live with this. I'm not going to live with this nonsense. If you left me an inheritance, and you know, I, I said something last week, which was funny. I was thinking about my grandpa, and, it, and I'm going to bring it up again because it's the best way for me to see it. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of cool. He said to me when he was getting ready to leave the earth, you know, as you get married and stuff, you know, you want to take care of your kids and do the best you can. And I never forget, I would see him towards the tail end of his life, and he would always say this, you know, I got that money if you need it. Because, you know, you know, when you're married, you know, you're getting married, you got kids. You know, I think we just, we were just, we, were, we didn't even really have uh, Luca yet. You know, we had Lauren, you know what I mean? And he knew, we, here we are, we got, you know, got, got Liz, got Lowe, we're hanging out. He's like, hey, man, if you need some help, I got, I got, I got something for you. Never forget as long as I live. I said, it's set up for you. I said, Grandpa, I don't want to talk about that. I really bothered me. I'm just kind of like that. I don't want to talk about that. I said, you know what? I'd rather scrape nickels together if I was than go tell you. You know what I mean? But I understood what you were meaning as a grandfather. You were leaving me something. And you wanted to make sure that you knew that I knew that if I needed it, it was there, which was really cool. I didn't even want to talk about it. Well, obviously, you know, he went home to be with the Lord. And guess what I said? I said, you know what? My mama, you tell you. I said, he said he left me something. I want to go see what he left me. And we went. We went in there. And you want to know what? If those people in that bank would have told me there ain't nothing here for you, I said, you better go check your records. Okay? Because he told me for 10 years he left me something here. I got a paperwork that says it's mine. I don't know what it is, but I know it's mine. So go figure out your little bank work and go get your little book and go figure out and tell somebody over here to do something. You don't look like you're doing too much around here. And go figure out where my stuff is because this wasn't my idea. This was his idea. But I'm going to tell you right here now, I ain't leaving out of this building. Not that they were giving me a hard time, but I'm not leaving out of this building unless I get what he left me. And some of you better get a revelation of what I'm talking about because your daddy left you something. And Jesus went to the cross to get it to you and for you, and he left you an inheritance in the earth for you to claim. Amen? It's in the earth, and it's called the blessing, and it's waiting for you in the earth. And you say, why ain't people running with it? Well, if you don't know you got entitlement through paperwork, you ain't going to stay in there. And some of you great car people and, you know, been around. We got car people been in the business for years. You know, and you all you people know that ever bought something, you don't own nothing unless you got a title. You don't, own, you don't buy it, 
You don't jerk around with it unless you got proof of ownership. And the title is proof of ownership of what you own. Hello? Now I got news for you. Don't tell me you want to leave me something and then not leave it. Okay? And don't, t- listen to me, and don't, don't, t- well, I got to know what's left me. Well, if I don't know what's left me, how can I claim it? You can't claim what you don't know is rightfully yours. That's the problem with the church. I don't know what's mine. I don't know what I got a right to. Maybe I've been bad Christian. Bad Christians don't get blessed. That's baloney. Bad, there ain't no such thing as a bad Christian. How bad can you be? You got the blood. Come on, I'm just talking real today. I'm not condoning your sin. I'm just trying to help you understand. I got an inheritance from heaven, and it's mine, and I'm going to get it. And Jesus put it in the book. Did he put it? Hey, you know what? He put rich in your book, but he left rich out of my book. No, he did not. Did he put healed in your Bible, but leave sick in my Bible? No, he did not. There are promises of God and yes and amen to everybody that can find it. He said, so be it. He said, that's an open. He said, where is this in here? Last will and testament. That's what you've been left. It's sitting on your lap or in your little hand. And it's called the B-I-B-L-E. And it's written for me. And every promise in it's for me. And I'm not disqualified by my performance. I'm not disqualified by my attitude. I'm not disqualified because of what I've done. I'm not disqualified by anything because who he qualified cannot be disqualified. You can't disqualify me. I got a right to say, well, I can live without that. Well, guess what? I can't live without any of it. I want all of it. You understand what I said? I want every nickel, dime, and guess what? I'll get it and give it to you. Praise be to God. I want every healed and whole, and I get He took nails in his hands, so I don't have to take pain in the earth. I'm not leaving nothing behind. Don't you leave nothing behind. My kids, 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 you stand there decreeing and declaring. By the time I'm done today, you're going to have a reason, but you got to do the work. Everybody say, I got to do the work. You know what's funny? I was telling them about buying a car. Some of you know, you ever buy a car? Better buy a new car? It takes longer to fill out the stinking paperwork than it do buy the car. I'm in there the other you, 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 you guys did it. Some of you did it. Some of you haven't done it. One of you, if you ain't never done it, you're going to do it. I went and bought, I bought the last one thing for the thing. I didn't even see it. I didn't even see the thing. I'm going to tell you a true story. I, he's in the church. He goes here. I said, this is what they need. They went there. They seen it. I'm telling the truth. I didn't even go. Right? You were getting married. <laughs> I'm trying to, I told him, I said, don't bother me, bro. I told that joker when I walked in there, I said, don't bother me. I'm a busy weekend. I cannot be bothered with this thing. Um, you do the thing today or we don't do it. You know, they can't do nothing, but they can do everything. Whatever. God bless all the car people. Right? So then my phone, it's vibrating. I said, I knew it. Here it comes. I got to do a wedding. I ain't got no time for this. I said, I want it. I buy it. It's done. Can you do it today? I said, I told you I ain't coming down here. You ain't going to see me to Monday. It's Easter. I'm done. He said, good, done, sold. Finish, deal, done. I said, I'll be there Monday. I didn't even see the thing. The guy from work went. They picked it up Monday. They took it. They left. I never seen it. All I did was go in there and sign papers. Initial this, sign this, initial this, sign this. I didn't even see the car. Initial this, sign this, sign it. The car's gone. I own it. It's somewhere. I don't know where. I'm signing all the papers to say I own it. I guess I'm good for my word. They trusted me. And I sat there for an hour. Sign, initial, sign, sign, initial, sign, sign. You're so shot out after a while. Like, you could have just signed. I just gave my wife everything I own for the rest of my life. Whether You don't know what you're signing. Amen. Done. What do I do? I don't know what I did, but it's done. What do I own? Something I've never seen. I don't even know what it looked like. i seen other people driving them, but I didn't even know. I didn't, there wasn't even one on the lot. I said, what is I, what, what did I just do? 
Oh, don't worry. The payments will be coming. You'll be set. <laughs> I said, what happened here? I wasn't worried about it. I knew what I was doing. Are you kind of getting it? I signed the paperwork that I didn't even know what I got, and I got all this stuff, and now it's been left for me, and now it's all finished. It's kind of like naturally Jesus said it's good for me to go, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you gifts. And as I go up, I'm, the blessing's going to come down. And you got a book that's been written to you of your inheritance package, and you, you, you signed off already on, yeah, the minute I became a Christian. Oh, yeah, I want that. And oh, yeah, initial that. And oh, yeah, I said, I said, oh, yeah, I signed my name to that. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Oh, yeah, I put, yeah, put my initial right there. Oh, the blessing? Yeah, I want that. Oh, yeah, you want the health? Oh, yeah, you want that. Oh, you want the marriage restoration? Yeah, we want that. Oh, you want that? I got delivered from drugs? Yeah, I want that. You want to set free from the blood, from the, from the, from the craziness of being drunk for 30 years? Yeah, I want that. You want this? I want this, yeah, I want. You signed for all of it, and now you're sitting there going, well, where is it? Well, I got news for you. You signed it, but you got to show up with paperwork to declare and decree that what I said I believe I got, I got, because the Bible says I can have whatsoever I believe. But you still got to have proof of purchase, because watch this. I signed all that stuff, and guess what came in the mail? A title. And even though I signed it, never seen it, I still own it. And if I try to give it to you, guess what you're going to ask me for? Where's the title? Because without the title, I don't am buying nothing because it ain't really mine. Because what's the title to decide? Proof of ownership. You can say, car could, be, car could be in Minnesota. You could be in Florida and the title be in Canada. Yes, it can. Until it shows up, nobody has right for it but the person with the paperwork. Signed off. Got news for you. Look at this. Now faith is the assurance. It's the title deed. What did he say? Faith is the title deed. Proof of purchase. Proof of ownership. Faith is the title deed, the confirmation of things hoped for or divinely granted. Keep going. And the evidence of things not seen. The conviction of their reality, faith comprehends as a fact what cannot be experienced by physical senses. Keep going. For by this kind of faith, men of old gain divine approval. By faith, that is, with an inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power, wisdom, and goodness of God, we understand that the world, the universe, the ages were framed and created and formed and put in order by faith. Go back to verse 1. That's where I want you to see. Faith's the title deed. What do you mean faith's the title deed? Faith's the deal of the property belonging to you. It's proof of ownership. Well, you got the title deed. So now what do I mean? Faith is the proof of ownership to what you believe. Now, I got to get you to see this. And some of you are getting to pull this in, okay? Let me tell you how this thing works, because once you see it, it's going to make a lot more sense. Because this is the thing I was telling you. Heaven, heaven's like a courtroom. Enter into my courts with thanksgiving. It's mean courts. Come on in, and let's talk this thing over. What do you mean, G- Jesus? Jesus, what do you mean? I'm an advocate. I'm a helper. I'm called alongside of you. I'm your parakletos. I'm your divine mentor coming alongside of you and helping you. I'm going to lead you and guide you, okay? So now watch what the Word of God does. Go to, go to, go to Revelations. You're going to see this, okay? Are you all right? Okay? So say, everybody say, I got to have a title deed. Because when I ain't got a title deed, I got, everybody say this, say, faith is my title deed. Well, I got a question for you. What's faith? 
Faith is what I believe. Where is my beliefs formed? From the word of God. Come on, guys. Come on. What's faith? What is faith? Faith is what I believe. Where are my beliefs formed? From the word of God. So what am I supposed to do? I need to go to the word of God and find me some faith. Faith comes by and hearing by the word of God. So where do I find some title deeds? In that book. When I go in the book, I find some faith. Now watch this. You want people lazy. Now don't look at me because some of you are lazy. You ain't going to do this. Why don't my situation change? Because you didn't change it. If you do what I'm telling you to do, I'm writing you a prescription of success. If you'll do what I tell you to do, my God in heaven, you got Google for crying out loud. Go in here and type, type in what you want to know. Say, give me some scriptures. I'm going to show up with paperwork. You can't deny the paperwork. Paperwork signed, sealed, and delivered in the blood of the Lamb. Amen? You can't overcome this. I got to know what I believe on. Well, Pastor Chris said, I care what Pastor. God's going to say, I don't care what Pastor Chris said. Tell me what I said. Go in that book and find out what I said he said about me. Amen? Now, you can walk off my faith, but it's going to bring you back to that word. It's going to bring you to, yeah, you get your own faith. That's right. See, you live on my faith for a season, but then you go develop your own. Yeah, you will. And guess what kind of faith you're going to have? You're going to have pit bull kind of faith because I ain't quitting. I'll drop dead before I quit. No, you ain't going to die neither. You come back from the dead. We'll throw you against the wall. You'll live. Talk to my dad. He already knows about it. He said, when I'm gone, I said, I'm going to throw you against the wall, and life's going to come back in you and keep you around for a while. I'm not playing. I'm not kidding either. We did it once. We'll do it again. And the great dragon was thrown down the old age. The serpent was called the devil and Satan. Keep going. Who was what? I'm going to throw some of you against the wall. You'll come back. Who continually deceived. Some of you I'm going to let you go because it's time for you to go to heaven. Amen. You better be nice. That was funny. You should have laughed. That was really cute. Look at your neighbor and say, is he talking to you right now? Look at your neighbor and say, is he talking to you? I don't know. I don't know. Some of you ain't leaving me with these people by myself. Ain't no way, bro. No. I need you for counsel. You're like Moses. Remember Mo? God wanted to kill everybody? I'm killing all these people. I'm going to burn every one of them with fire from heaven until they're all going to die. Moses is like, God, I don't think this is a good idea. It's really going to be bad on your resume. He used it. He worked them, right? He's like, this could be bad. You're the guy that brought them out and then killed them. Look at how this book's going to read. You brought them all out of bondage and then just killed them all. Just like all of them, can you just let some of them go through so at least you look a little bit cool? And God's like, yeah, you're right. Let me not kill all of them. But you ain't going to the promised land, you little stiff neck thing, you. And Joshua rose up, amen? So you better be nice, otherwise God will leave you outside the blessing, amen? He who continually deceives and seduces the entire inhabited world. So you see this what he uses. He uses deception and seduction. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to talk you out of it. He was thrown down in the earth. Remember that? And his angels were thrown down with him. Keep going. Oh, that's amplified. That's fine. Then I heard with a loud voice heaven saying, now is the salvation and the power and the kingdom dominion reign. Ooh, I like that. What's the kingdom about? You got dominion reign. You reign in dominion. You tell the devil. The devil's done telling you. You tell the devil. I bind you. Bind you. You put the blood on her. They tell you, I'm telling you what, You got problems with the devil? You start talking about the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus on the kids, on the church, the blood, the blood, the mud. You know what I'm talking about, the blood? He'll start running. That's what defeated him, the blood, okay? Dominion, reign, and authority of his Christ, he can't, he can't have come. For the, now, write this. For the accuser of our believing brothers, that's what he does, and sisters have been thrown down at last. You see that? Who's the accuser? The devil. Keep going. Watch this. 
who accuses them and keeps bringing charges. Look at this. What's he do? He accuses you and brings charges of sinful behavior against them before our God day and night. You better meditate, marinate. Meditate, marinate, and don't, you know, don't date. He... <laughs> that was funny. Where do I come up with this stuff? This comes out of heaven, right? Who? who? He, are, are you reading the Bible? <laughs> he who accuses them. What does he do? He accuses them, keeps bringing charges. Don't that sound like court? What kind of charges is he bringing against you? Yeah, about what? Now get this. He keeps bringing charges against you, against your sinful behavior. He starts like, oh, you, what kind of Christian are you? He starts, he tries working on your character, and when your character don't look right, but God helps you in your character. Well, guess what? I got news for you. You're, this is so good. You know what? Look at me. You go to any courtroom in the world, your character don't mean jack. Hear me. Judge just wants to look at evidence. He don't care. The guy's a jerk. I don't care how big a jerk he is. You got paperwork? Now, go slow. I'm not giving you now. I don't want your character to be bad, but your character, oh, the guy, look, well, the guy's a big jerk. Who cares if he's a big jerk? You got proof? That's what matters in court. You ever watch like, uh, you ever watch like um, them, them, what's that, the law shows? Not like uh, Judge Judy, but you ever watch like one of them? I watched the one guy. He's cool. Yeah. No, no, no. The judge, where they do, where they actually do real cases. It's like Judge Judy or whatever it is. The new guys out there. You ever watch that? You ever see them, girl? What do you call it? No, not a law and order. The one where that judge is actually there. Judge who? That's the guy. Judge Mathis. You ever watch Judge Mathis? Guy with the glasses. You watch him? He's cool, right? They come over here. The girl gets up there. She's like, I started raining the rain. And I didn't do this. And I didn't do that. And he's just like, yeah, you got, did you sign any kind of thing? No, we didn't sign nothing. He's like, I can't. What am I going to do with that man? You cry all day long. You're a jerk. You're crying. You're this. You're that. You got proof? You got pictures? Got no pictures, got no proof, got no contract, and now you're crying. You're going to be crying all day long because the judge is going to go, I don't care if you're a jerk. They kicked me out. I don't care. You got paperwork? Come on. They almost look rude, don't they? Hello, guys. They almost look rude, care about your feelings, could care less. Got proof? They took it. Prove it. You want that joker bringing the gavel on your half, you got to have evidence. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to show you. This is what bothered me. Well, why is there a court in heaven? Because the battle's for the earth. Because just because you're in there doesn't mean the earth's going to fold over and just give you your stuff. You got to fight. He said the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, but the violent take them by force. You don't got to fight, but the fight of faith. What's the fight of faith? I got to keep what I believe and hold on to it, even when it looks like what I believe ain't working. But if I understand how the courtroom of heaven works, I understand something, that I, this is my responsibility. Now, here's the key. I don't want you to think that God doesn't want you to have it. Now, get me. The pressure makes you feel like sometimes, God, if this was what you wanted for me, wouldn't it be easier? But God's trying to get you to understand that for me to manifest it in the earth, this is the process we have to go through. We have to follow a legal jurisdiction, a process. We just cannot do what we want to do because here's my problem. I gave the earth to Adam in the beginning, and when he committed high treason, he jacked up the whole system and put the curse in the earth. And now the earth thinks it's got a right to what I gave my kids, but it really doesn't. But you have to pull up 
with jurisdiction and paperwork to prove your proof of ownership because the earth is going to try to tell you it does not have to give you anything. But if you could show up with the word of God in your mouth and the paperwork in your hand, the earth has to give you what I laid up for you because it wasn't for them. It's been for you. But if you don't demand what you deserve, you're going to get what you get. Amen? But if you demand what the Bible says, you can get what the Word of God says. So here's what I'm saying. You're going to get what you get, or you're going to get what God said you can have. That's going to be up to you. So the part that bothered me was what bothered you. Well, why do I got to stand there and prove my innocence in this thing? Because you got an accuser coming against you that has the authority in the earth. You understand that? Not over the church, but over everybody else. So you got to go in there and usurp his authority and go, uh, sorry, bro, the higher power has now showed up, and I got proof and documentation that what is mine is rightfully mine. You can stay there all day long flapping your pie hole about what you think I am or what you think I can have or how bad a Christian I am. I don't really give a rip what you think. I got paperwork that proves my daddy left me an inheritance in the earth, and it's mine. And I tell you what, you can drag me out of this Court, you can beat me out of this court. No, the bailiff cannot come and get me. I am not out of order. I am the order. And when I showed up, and this, by the way, courthouse is rigged because I'm telling you later in a little bit, it's all rigged. Tell you that right now. This court is because God's the judge and he's my daddy. So praise be to God. He ain't bagging no gavel against me. He's for me, not against me. And if God be for me, who in the world could be against me? Come on. He ain't against me. But you still got to show up with paperwork. Day and night. Bringing charges. Charges against who? Charges against you. Keep going. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. And they overcame him and conquered him because of the blood of the lamb, because of the word of their testimony. I, I looked this stuff up. This is where God shifted gears. I said, what's it mean to be an accuser? I want to know this stuff, don't you? What's it mean to be an accuser? Watch, write this down. To be a plaintiff. To charge someone with offense. You get that? Day and night, he's accusing the brother. Did you see that? Of what? Sinful behavior. Man. Watch this. Make, to make, look at this. Did you get that? To speak openly against, to be a plaintiff. Let me give it to you all. To be a plaintiff, to charge with some offense, to accuse, to object, to speak openly against, to condemn or confuse accused, mainly in a legal sense. Well, ain't that something? To accuse before a judge, to make accusation, to what? Use extrajudicial accusation against. That sounds like court, judge, accuse, plaintiff, okay? And that's why I, I, I thought this, and this got me. And I said, wait a minute. He said, and he said, but they overcame by the blood of the lamb. I got that. Their testimony and love in their life not unto the death. What's that mean? I'm not going to let go of my faith, even in the faith as death. But I like this. Testimony, it kind of tweaked me. I said, well, my testimony, that's kind of like my story. Right? I kind of said, that's my story. My testimony is my testimony. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb and their testimony. And then I started thinking about it. I said, wait a minute. God, maybe you're not talking about my testimony as much as you're talking about what I'm testifying about. What does somebody do when they go to court? you got to testify. Excuse me, sir, can you take the stand and testify? You watch TV, right? What do they say? They're standing in their court, they can't see. They say, sir, can you still show, show me who you, who you, he'd point right there. He'd be like, hey, who are you talking about? I'm talking about that man right there. The man there with the green shirt? Yes, sir. He's sitting right there. 
I mean, right there with the black shirt. Right there, the what, what they say? They want to know where that testimony's coming against. Bible says, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let everything be established as a truth. Sounds like court to me. Let everything be two or three witnesses. Where are you getting testimony from? You get testimony from witnesses. Okay? I got news for you. Guess what witnesses now? The word of God. It's a witness. Two or three witnesses let everything be established as a truth. Somebody's testifying. This all sounds like court. We got a throne. We got a judge. We got a this. We got a that. We got a courtroom. We got all this. Now, wait a minute. Go so. And he said they overcame them by their testimony. I looked at the word testimony. I said, Jesus, are you talking about my personal testimony? He said, no. No, no, no. I'm talking about what you're saying out of your mouth. What you're saying out of your mouth. Listen to this word testimony. It has something to do with your testimony, but listen to the exact Greek of it. It says evidence given. Well, ain't that something? Evidence given. Judicially or generally, Re- record, report, testimony, witness. Testimony, that which someone witnesses or states concerning a person or a thing. That which what? Someone witnesses or states concerning a person or a thing. Evidence given, judicially or generally. Record, report, testimony, witness. He said, hey, what do you testify about the situation? Not your personal testimony. I got saved in 94. Who cares right now? What are you testifying right now in this court? So here's what I'm saying. So you come up in there and say, oh, you know what? Uh, excuse me. Here we are. We're here for the day. Look, go to Isaiah. Look, you're all right. You're doing great. Everybody say, I'm doing great. Look at your neighbor say, you're doing great. Isaiah 43. You ready? You okay? You pulling this in? Now watch. Give me some energy. Look at me. Who do you think has been accusing you day and night? The devil. Where do you think some of that stuff's been going? In your head. Where do you think this stuff's going? It's going in your head. So guess what you're doing? All day and night, day and night, day and night, blah, 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 blah. Guess what I'm doing? Day and night. Blah, look at this. Now watch this. I, even I am he that blah, 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 thy transgressions for my sake. So Jesus said what? I cleaned you up for me. You want to know why he cleaned you up? So I can give you an inheritance. Because God cleaned you up because he knew that joker was going to be talking about you all day long, trying to make you think less of what he made you to be. So he said, I, I cleaned you up for my sake. He said, I, even I, am he that burned out that transgressions for my sake. I didn't do this for you only. I did it for me so I can give you what I want to get, and I will not remember thy sin. Well, I got news to you. If God's not remembering my sin, who in the world keeps reminding me of my sin? Who's trying to remind me of my shortcomings? Who's trying to show me my pictures of my past? Somebody said, my wife. I said, you better hush your mouth. Amen. Come on, right? Come on, somebody, right? That's not true. Well, some of you, maybe it is true. Right? Come on. And will not remember thy sins. You know what I told Pastor Liz one day? I said, God forgot about my sins. You should too. Uh-huh. That went over big. <laughs> I did. Yeah, you like that, y'all? Yeah, hit her with it. Just by like this. Hey, baby. Be cool about it. Hey, baby. There ain't no easy way out. <laughs> he was talking about marriage. <laughs> Hang in there. All right. Praise the Lord. Pick a good one. Hey. Praise the Lord. Ah, even him. That brother that, that transgression, for my own sake, I will not remember thy sins. Well, then who reminded me of my sin? Ain't God. So every time you get a little discouraged, get encouraged. Because your discouragement, you know what? You better start, next time you get, next time you get discouraged, start laughing and go, ha, 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 you ain't getting me. You ain't getting me with that. What are you going to do? I, I know I just feel, ha, 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 I found out that you, devil, because God don't ever discourage me. God has never spoken a discouraging word to you a day in your life. Not one time. And even when you're goofy, he don't even care. He tell you about the goodness of you. Did you get that? God never, ever, ever, ever. Did you get that? 
He never speaks a discouraging word against you. And you're like, never. God never did. I got good thoughts about you. God, God sees you, he starts smiling. He's like, I'm just happy you're here. It's true. I'm telling you, right? So watch, we're wrapping this up. And I will not remember thy sins. Okay, that's cool. 26. Put me in remembrance and let us plead together. Declare thou that thou mayest be justified. Ain't that cool? Pop that up. 25 and 26. Can you do it in the amp? Angela, you know where I'm going. You came to first service. <laughs> she's like, I come to every service, Pastor. That's why she's doing so good. And then look at it in 25 and 26 in the Amplified. You got to see this. Look at this. Look at this. See it? I, only I, am he who wipes out your transgression for my own sake. You better get ready. This place is going to explode. We're going to grow. We're going to grow better these next years than we ever did in our entire life. I'm going to load you up so good. Because people that really want the word, they're going to come in here. Call your friends. Tell them, come. This ain't no club. We ain't coming to play club. You're going to start doing this stuff. Next week you come back, I'm going to say, if you didn't do it, I might not let you in. I'm going to say, show me proof of your evidence and witnesses. It should be like homework. And if you don't bring homework back, yeah, I should start doing that. Yeah, I tell the kids when, they get, when they're done, I said, what did I say? Where's your scriptures? You know what I did? I said, where's your scriptures? What did you do? Did you try it? Uh, you better do it. I'm telling you, this is a Bible. I, I'm not preaching what I want to preach. Read it. You see it? But you see, I don't know what to do. You know what to do. Yeah, you got to do it. Look, I am he, look at this, I wipe away your transgressions from me. I'm not going to remember your sins. I don't really care about your sins. Man, that's God, man. Why, he, why do I put so much guilt on myself? Keep going. Now watch this. Remind me of your merits with a thorough report. Let us plead and argue our case. Don't that sound like court? Let me see your case. What case you got? I got me versus the devil, one-on-one blessing. I'm being serious. He's trying to talk you out of it. Why do you think you should be rich? Stay broke. Tell him, shut his mouth. You should stay sick. Shut up, devil. We got all this strife in our house. No, he gave me a ministry of reconciliation. We got no more strife. We got addiction in our home. We ain't having no more addiction in this house. The Bible said. I'm telling you right now, go find some case. You ain't got to live with none of this. Ah, uh, we argue. You ain't got to argue. Argue your case together. God's saying, bring it to me. Now watch this. State your position that you may be proved right. Now this is the part that got me. Why do I got to tell God what God already wrote? God forgot it? No. You got to tell the earth what your testimony is and while you're doing it, you're pleading your case with God, but you got to watch this. You're winning your case over the earth. Now let me show you what happens, okay? Now you're all here, right? Hebrews said God is the judge. Okay? You with me? Now watch this. It's a little bit like last week, but you got to get this. Okay? So here's the deal. Your testimony is important. Now let me tell you something. I don't know much about court. I've never really been there. You know what I mean? I got legal representation here that can help us. But watch this. You ever go to your lawyer? What's the lawyer tell you? you ever, some of you know what I'm talking about. The lawyer come to you and said, look, hey, listen, you have to testify. Everybody look at me. I'm not trying to bring up bad memories for people who are like, oh, my God. I, I, got, I, got, I got served papers here one time. It wasn't even my fault. The sheriff showed up with papers. He said, uh, you got a problem, bro. I said, what's my problem? I ain't got no problem, bro. I pay everything. I said, what you mean? They got paperwork. They're like, you got to work this out. I said, I don't even know what you're talking about, bro. I said, no, that ain't got nothing to do with me. He said, no, yeah, it does. And I said, oh, great. What's this? And I found out other people weren't paying their bills while I was paying my bills. Hello? 
And the next thing you know, it became my problem. And I had to prove my bills are paid. I don't know all these other shenanigans are going on. But when the sheriff shows up with paperwork and tells you something, how many of you know? You listen. And some of you know what I'm talking about. A little too close to home. Amen. Leave it alone. All right? So you say, oh, praise be to God. Ain't this great? I said, okay, I'll deal with it. Don't worry about it. I worked it out. So now check this out. Guess the first thing you do. Now go slow. Right? If you had a problem, what would you do? You would go to your counsel. Don't this sound like Jesus, my counselor, my advocate? You would go to your counselor, and, 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 if, and if Derek over here, let's pick on him, right? He went there, and he'd be, he's, he's in trouble. He's got to take the stand. Me as his advocate or his what? As his legal representation, I would tell him, bro, go up there and t- say what I tell you to say because this is important. You got to testify. Don't go opening your mouth the way you want to open your mouth. Do what I tell you to do. Okay? Great. He goes, yeah. He gets up here, and then the next thing what starts coming. Here comes all the stuff. He was here. He did this. He did that. So the devil's like, he's broke. He got no money. He's sick. He gonna die. Blah blah blah. Da da blah blah. We ain't speaking on that over him, of course. Blah. He ain't got none of that. He's a mess. Blah 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 blah. He gets up here. Here comes you. Well, yeah, you know what? Pretty much, yeah, the bank says I'm broke. I'm, yeah, 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 I'm broke. I'm talking about your mouth on the daily. I'm talking about you on Tuesday in the car ride, like, where's the money coming? I don't know where it is. How in the world are we going to get out of this? See, because your whole life is a courtroom. This ain't just when you go in there and like, oh, Judge Wapner, there, here we come. No, you got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, my aching back. This thing's been bugging me since 63. The devil's spitting it out. Yo, you got pain. You were, oh, this marriage. This thing was doomed before it even started. My uncle, my uncle Joe told me she, she was a mess when I married her. It's probably right. These jokers there, you know what? This joker's drunk. That gavel's going guilty, guilty, justified. Remember Matthew chapter 12? By your words, you are justified. By your words, you are condemned. Out of your mouth comes death and life. You'll eat the fruit thereof. Your mouth. What's this? Is it signing in with the accuser or is it signing in with your advisor? Now watch a good lawyer. A good lawyer. All right. I don't know much, but I got lawyer friends. Okay. I don't know. They don't want you getting up and saying, Jack, because you'll probably crack because you're not used to court. But he is. He's slick. So here's what a good lawyer does. You ain't saying nothing, and unless they make you go up there, you shut up and sit there. I'm going to go talk for you, and all due respect. Right? He said, yeah. I say, bring it, baby. Bring, bring. Come on. I've been designed for this. Bring it. Yes, Your Honor, I am here today. He broke. Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, Your Honor, may I approach the bench? May I make just fine? May I do my stuff? Yeah, what do you got? I got uh, Philippians 4.19, or Article 4.19 in the book of Philippians, written from the place of Philippi. The Lord Jesus Christ himself said in the words of Paul's mouth, that man right there is rich because my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in God. So accuser, shut your pie hole. No, I'm not. Now watch this. The courthouse is rigged. The courthouse we're going to is rigged. You know the judge. You know the judge. The judge is your father God. 
And I don't know about you, the devil knows he's jerk before he even walks in court. That joker's losing cases left and right, but here's the bad news. He's beating a lot of people because they don't know nothing. They go in there and say what he says, and the joker's sitting there, and here goes the devil. Ah, what am I going to do? But you know, see, now you know. Now you're dangerous. You're like, my dad's the judge. Don't say nothing, bro. Let's just go in and look cool. But my dad's, who's that? It's God. Come on. Just shut up. Don't say nothing. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, the guy that's going to win, it's Jesus. He got us back. Yeah, that's my brother. He's my brother. See, this is spiritual. spiritual. He's my brother. Yeah, he died for me. Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah, he went up there 2,000 years ago on the cross and took everything. He took everything. So all we got to do is just walk in. Here's what we do. Walk in here. Don't say nothing. Let them do it because if they do it, it'll get done right. God's over there with the gavel in his hand saying, what am I going to do? You over there siding in with this nitwit. This nitwit saying you broke. You're saying you broke. You're sick. You're sick. You say you said Marriage is over. Marriage is over. I'm drunk. I'm stoned. I'm this. I'm shot out. I'm a nitwit. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Put duct tape over your mouth. Don't say what they say. Say, what do you say? Don't say no. Say, time out. I got to come back. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Go like this. Say, uh, excuse me, sir. Would you like to get witness? Time out. Uh, can I go meet my legal counsel for a minute? Wait a minute. Let me see what this thing says. And say what it says. See, here's the thing. God don't got no opinion. He just says what the book says. You just say what the book says. But here, can I, can I help you? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell on myself. Sometimes I don't even really believe what the book says. No, listen to me. I'm going to say it. You better catch me. Sometimes I don't even believe what the book says. In this situation I'm in, I don't know how in the world this thing's going to play out. But I'm going to say what the book says, silly. Don't say nothing different. I don't know. Man, there's times you look, you shake a little bit. I don't know. I'm just going to say what the book says. Out of God in the world, you're going to restore this family. I don't know what the book says. How are they going to get that? I had, man, I had eight, I was almost a million dollars of debt. It wasn't mine. You don't think I walked away shaking just a little bit? How are these people going to get out of 800 or something thousand dollars of debt? They did. I don't know how. I just said what the book said. See, here's the problem. Don't say what you want to say. They'll never know you're shaking. You walk up this like, what do you well, according to Philippians 4:19? According to 1 Peter 2 20, doctor said you're gonna die. Well, according to Philippians, and according to this, well, according, oh what's that? Excuse me, uh, accuser, dying, you're dying. You got the worst kind of stuff, you so dead, they should order your flowers right now. Well, excuse me, Your Honor, can I approach the bench right here? 1 Peter 2 24 says, By his stripes you were healed. Now you gotta get healed. You're already healed, so I'm healed. Stop going by what you see. You know what the judge goes? Can't argue with the evidence. Can't argue with the evidence. And guess what the devil says? I got pictures. What kind of pictures you got? I got an x-ray. Oh, really? Do you got an x-ray? Ain't that something? You got an x-ray. Well, praise be to God, you little joker. Now you got a little bit of evidence. Your evidence doesn't outweigh my evidence because I got evidence that's been written in blood. You got written in evidence that's been written in lies. And your lies don't overcome the truth because last time I checked, and he either knows the truth, the truth will set you free. Set you free from what? The clutches of death. Come on, somebody. Say what he says in the courtroom of heaven. Say what the word says. Don't say nothing different but what the book says about you because it's the truth. And don't you sign in with the devil and you show up with the witnesses. You show up with the word of witness and you say, this is what's been written. This is what it says. This is what I can have. This is what I can be. This is what I can do because the Bible says so. That's how you do it. Now watch this. 
Yeah, you, yeah, I'm your new attorney. I win any case. I should have been, let me tell you, I told those dudes, if I didn't do this, I should have been an attorney. Law school would have jacked me up, but I would have won. Because I'll be persuasive. That's what you do every week. You learn how to persuade people. I persuade you every week to believe. Yeah, I would have been good, too. I would have liked it, too. would have been cool. But get to show up with a briefcase. Yes, Your Honor. But the only problem is I get a little hot. Yeah, I get a little hot. I might fight somebody, though. I could, like, no, yeah, I, I, you know, can you imagine me there? What'd you say about me, bro? You better shut up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, you know, you got to be cool, though. You got to be cool all the time. We'll be all right. We'll stick with preaching. All right, ready? <laughs> can I, I can give you another one, but can I give you another one real quick? I didn't give those other guys. Can you just take this? Can you take this and go home? I promise you I love you. Go to eight, Luke 18. They didn't get this in the morning, so you got bonus. See, it was good you stood. I ain't got time in the morning. Some of you want to stay five more minutes? Where are you going? It's my birthday. Be quiet. You stand. I love you. It's your present to me. Come on. Luke 18, 2. It's a story in the Bible. It's true. Right? Look at this. So go, go to one. Let him see one because one will set it up and then I'll do it. And he spake a parable to, to them to what? To descend. That men ought always to pray and not faint. And he talks about a story in the Bible. Look what he says. Look at verse 2. There was in a city, Right? A judge. And he said, that judge, he didn't fear God. He didn't care about man. He didn't care. He didn't regard God or man. And there was a widow in the city, and she came in and said, avenge me of my adversary. She got an adversary. She said, avenge me against him. Look what it said, right? Look what it said. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said to himself, I, I fear not God, nor do I. Look, I don't fear God, and I don't fear man, but that lady's going to bug me. Yet because his widow troubled me. I will avenge her. At least she still come to me and keep wearing me out. You know what he's saying? He's saying what I'm saying? He's like, she's going to keep bringing that word and bringing that word. And every time that accuser opens his mouth, she's going to keep bringing me this word and bugging me and bugging me and bugging me until I go get her. And look what he said. Yet because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her because of her continual coming. She's going to wear me out. Keep going. Watch this. We're going to go all the way to verse 8, and then I'll leave it. I'll leave it. And the Lord said, the Lord said, hear what the unjust, now he's a just judge. Everybody say, look at me. We got a just judge that's for me looking to confirm what we say. This unjust judge said, you keep throwing that word at me, you're going to break them. You're going to start understanding something. Guys, get this. I, if you stood here all day for this, please get this. Look at me. This is why you got to keep it in your mouth and keep it coming out. Because the earth, the earth is going to push against you to take that blessing back. Now, everything in here, demonic, where's the devil? He in the earth. God shot him out of heaven because he trapped him in time. He left him in the earth. The devil's not in heaven. He's in the earth. Does that make sense? To get him out of eternal, they put him in the temporal. He put him in the earth. That's why the earth's trying to, you stand there and say, give me my stuff. He's like, I ain't giving you nothing. Say, shut your mouth. I got paperwork. You got to give it to me. You can't stop me. I cannot be stopped. So I don't care how long you think you can pull a smoke screen. You got to give me your stuff. You be quiet. You don't own it. I own it. I'm the rightful owner. I got title deed and paperwork. I'm telling you everything. The kids, everything. Lost loved ones, shut up. You don't get to keep them. I got paperwork. He said to give me the heathen for mine inheritance, and here's the word of God. I claim them now. I put the blood on them. You tell them the blood. Did Jesus, let me tell you what. Jesus told you about the blood. The devil starts telling you you can't say, I plead the blood of Jesus against you. You can't have my family. You can't have my brother. You can't have my uncle. You can't have nobody. You understand me? I plead the blood. Amen. You stand there and go, I got paperwork right here. I got paperwork right here. My inheritance. Look right here. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust said. 
And shall not God avenge his own elect? Did you get that? He said he was an unjust judge, but I'm a good judge. Shall not God avenge his own which cry to him day and night? Though he be long with them. What's it mean? He said that adversary is crying day and night. But you keep coming to God saying, I say what the word of God says, which cry day and night. Though he bear long with them. What? Watch, hey, watch this. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Speedily. He's coming speedily. It feels like a long time. It ain't going to come like a long time. When you're willing to stand forever, you ain't going to have to stand for long. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man come, he shall find faith on the earth. Is he going to find it? Is he going to find faith? He's going to find my faith in the earth because I'm keeping faith in my mouth because the Bible says, by your faith, you've overcome the world. So what do we do? We stand here with the word of God in our mouth. So what do we do? Because I got news for you. Ready? Come on, stand up on your feet. Here's your rigged courtroom. You want to see it? I give it to you one time. I'm going to show it to you, and then I'm going to let you go. Ready? You're doing great. You guys did so good today. Did you get that? You got to find some evidence. Now, watch this. Here's what happens. So who's the accuser? The devil. What does he do? Shows up in court. What's he show up in the courts with? Problems. Tries to come and accuse you. Comes against you. So here comes the devil. He's like, blah, 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 right? Doing his thing. Here you are, minding your own business. Like, well, I got to deal with this jerk all day long. All this, didn't do this, didn't do that, I can't do that. Here comes Jesus. Jesus is my advocate or my counselor. I go see my legal counselor. I say, what do I do with this nitwit? God's a judge. God's over here like this. God, this is how it works, right? God's over here like this. I'm judging the case. A judge has never been to the scene of a crime a day in his life, usually. He just looks at evidence, tell me whether somebody got it or not. He just stands and goes, okay, I'm a judge. Let me see what I can do with my gavel. Go. The accuser shows up. Here he comes. He says, oh, look at this guy. And this joker's over here. And wasn't that so good? He reminds you of your sins. He says, oh, look, he sinned over here. He said this over there. He acted like a clown over here. He talked like this. Can you go back to that scripture, if you could, Angela, and show him where where it was? I just need you to see this because I I feel the anointing right here now. I want you to see this. The one where it said about, the the one where it said about, he reminds you of your sins in the Amplified. I think it was um, Revelations 12 and 9 or something like that. Find that. Okay. He accuses the brethren day and night, but he said this. It said said that it said about the sins. He reminds them of their sins. So now just check this out, right? So now I'm walking around, minding my own business. Now you got to pull this in, right? I'm just doing life. Here come the accusations. Heaven's got its deal. God's sitting on the throne. So God said, who keeps bringing charges of their sinful behavior. So here's Jesus. Great, right? God Almighty sits here like the judge. What do I do now? Here comes the accuser, right? He's like, oh, look at your sinful behavior. What kind of stinking Christian are you? What kind of jerky this are you? What kind of bad this are you? Let me show you pictures of your past. Like, he still says, who accuses them and keeps bringing charges against them. Sinful behavior against it before our God. Danny, oh, you don't deserve that. Oh, you know what? Oh, you were so high. Oh, you were so shot out. Oh, you did this. Oh, you slept around. Oh, you cheated. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever it is. He's got none. Blah, 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 blah. Right? Here you are. Beat up. Shot out. Going through God knows what. In pain. Hurting. I'm not condoning sin. I'm just trying to tell you what the Bible said. Okay? So here you are. What do I do? Now, some of you ain't battling right because you're going on your own counsel, walking in there, getting beat up. He said, what do I do? He said, here's what you do. He said, go see your counselor. Here's what your counselor says. Ah, uh, no. You know what he says? Go in there with some word. Now, I got news for you. You ready for this? In this courtroom is the throne of grace. He said, come to me in your time of need and come to the throne of grace. The throne of grace is the mercy seat of heaven where the blood of bulls and goats was spilled 
But the throne of grace now is where the eternal blood of Jesus has been shed forever and left. So now you got this, this courtroom so jacked up, rigged, this ain't even fair. The devil's so stupid right now. He's he, he dumb. He's so dumb to even try this, but it's the only thing he's got. But if you don't know no better, he'll deceive you. Here comes God. God the judge goes great. The blood's over there in the basin, and it's standing there screaming out righteousness. Here comes the accuser of the brethren. He's over here screaming, you sinning mess you. This blood's screaming out redeemed, forgiven, washed by the blood of the lamb, renewed, brand new, washed white as snow. The only person can jack this up is you because you go in there and you say what he's saying about you. You going in there saying what you think and what he thinks about you. You know, you do go in there and say, I ain't saying nothing. I'm just going to say what the book says about me. I'm just going to say, how about this? I'm just going to say what the blood says about me. When that blood hears that you're guilty, that blood says you're forgiven. When that blood hears, that's why Jesus can't bang no gavel on you. Because the blood of Jesus has eternally washed you clean forever. And this is why covenant's so important. Because where I don't do my part, and guess what, guys? Sometimes we don't. Do our part. I didn't come on in here by what I can do with my own ability. I came in here on the Jesus side, so I came in in his ability. And last time I checked, I'm not even me no more. I'm him. So guess what? I'm in him. He's in me. I live and move, have my being. He took my reproach. He took it on him. So where I fall short, he makes up the difference. So when that gavel goes in the air, as long as I say what he said and believe what he said about me, I have the benefit of what the blood says about me. And I'm redeemed. What's your life going to look like when you just say what God said? Faith is the evidence. Show me your evidence. Can't argue with evidence. Where's your evidence? Ah, somewhere in that Bible says something. Somewhere in that Bible says something, something about that. You better find it. You gonna go to court like that? You gonna go to court like that? Where the where the paperwork? I, I didn't bring no I judge. I'm sorry, I didn't bring no paperwork. I'm just gonna trust you. Go on what I say. You lose. I got a question for you. What if you go in there with evidence? Ain't no way you lose. The judge is for you. The blood is for you. The jury's out. This case closed, bro. You don't lose. The only way you lose is when you side in with what he says. Now, let me tell you why we were siding in with what he says. Time. And we didn't understand. Why do I got to plead my case? Why can't you just give it to me? This earth is cursed, man. And it don't want to give you what's rightfully yours. Because it doesn't think it has to. But if you stand there and go, I have the paperwork right here, bro. You got to give me what's mine. And the devil, you know what he does? I can't stop it. He get out of the way. And the harder you are in revelation, you understand, this is mine. The more, conv- the more waffling you have, you don't know, guess what? He'll work you. The more you walk in and go, open and shut case. Here it is, legal documentation. Let's go, give me my stuff. That's why it's called the written word. It's the last will and testament. It's what he left you. It's what he left you. The New Testament, ultimate. it's a will and testament. How do you get the testament? Remember these things? The will is not enforced until the death of the testator. Till Jesus died, it wasn't bequeathed to you or given to you. But the minute he died, it was your inheritance. So when you go in there and open the book, you see what the testament has left you because the testator left and gave you the inheritance package that he wants for you. It wasn't your plan. It was his plan. Don't get mad at him. If somebody left you $4 million when they die, you're going to get mad? 
You ain't gonna get mad. You're gonna be like, hey, thanks. What if somebody left you $4 million you never met? Would you get mad? No. You'd say, praise the Lord. He left you an inheritance book. Don't let the devil tell you it ain't yours, it's yours. Now, here's the thing. And I know where the struggle comes in. Why is it so hard to get it? Because the earth ain't ours. Yet. Because Adam sold us out. So now we've got to fight for everything in this stupid earth. But I'm going to tell you right here now, you'll start entering at rest because you'll leave the toil because you understand what? I'm walking in the blessing. I ain't walking in the curse. But I still got to have paperwork for that blessing. You got to have paperwork for the blessing. It ain't just going to come because you got it. You got to have faith for it. You know what I'm saying? Just go, oh, where the head is? You got these people running around. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not believe. They ain't going to see some stuff. You got to have paperwork. You understand me? They'll be running around. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. That's great. Everybody's going to be a millionaire. Show me your paperwork. God will get, and then once you see the paperwork, guess what he's going to show you? You got to follow in obedience. Because then he's going to show you the next thing to get it. You understand what I'm saying? Paperwork. Where's the paperwork? Where's the paperwork? Healed. And if some of the stuff don't work out the way you thought it was going to work out, who cares? The word's still true. Paperwork. Paperwork. Why? Because there might be, there might be a flaw in your faith somewhere yet. It's okay. We're going to stucco you up. Get you all tight. Because your faith ain't going to fail. You know what I'm saying? Because your faith grows. Wednesday, I told you, your faith grows in the human side. It develops faster in the things of God. We got to let you go, okay? Lift your hands to heaven and say this out loud. Say, thank you, I'm walking in the blessing. I'm going to walk in paperwork. Lift your hands to heaven just real high. But if you're in here today and you don't know Jesus, I want you to pray with me. I think there might be people in here today, you don't know Jesus. And everybody's got their hand in the air. If you need to learn about Jesus, you're not saved. You need to get saved. Or if you're in here and you say, Pastor Chris, I've never been born again. I need to get born again. Or I backslid. I want to come home. Today's your day. So if you're in here and you say to me, hey, I need it. I just want you to pray with me, everybody in here. If you need to come home to the Lord, today's your day. Just say this prayer with me out loud. You'll get saved. Because the Bible said, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. That's the word of God. Say this out loud with me if you're in here. Everybody in the building, say it, especially if you need it. Say, Jesus, thank you for saving me. Thank you for coming in my life and changing me. I believe in my heart and I confess my mouth that you're Lord and you're Savior. I believe it and I receive it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Now just keep your hands lifted in the air. We've got to get this revelation. Pull it in. Say, Say, Jesus, Jesus. reveal to me my inheritance. And let me keep my mouth on your side. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.